Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. They're an arrogant, ingrown, close-knit brotherhood like the mafia. They're the product of a sick society. To hell with tomorrow. Their bag is today. Their bag is right now. now, 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 now. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Oh, the hair on my neck just <laughs> straight up. With Ben Higgins. Thank God all these bottles I popped. All this paper I've been getting. All these models I popped. Stephen Woods. It's my job to pull that demon out of Ben Higgins. And I will do it. And Paul Reindel. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's Ben and Woods. Oh, I do. All right, my friends, we are halfway home on a Thursday. A nice hard reset for the Ben and Woods show. A nice hard reset, I guess, for the San Diego Potters. Not really a reset, but a clean slate, right? Moving forward, as far as we know, uh, as of today, Bob Melvin will return as the manager. A.J. Preller will be back as, as the president of baseball operations. And probably general manager, even though the some ideas were bandied about on the press conference yesterday of bringing in somebody else. I think we were all in agreement. That could be a good, really good move for the Padres. I don't see it how it could really hurt them. Um, but, yeah, just another level. Like at its worst. Insulated. It's, a, it's another mind. E, e, well, yeah. To but kick things around. Absolutely. and, and Mediator it's, position. It, it's going to be... You know, I don't know. It's hard to make a judgment call on, well, the Padres are automatically going to be worse next year because they're losing these players. Don't know. Don't know how the roster looks. You'll know on opening day what it looks like. Who's healthy? Who's recovered from surgery? Who did we get in the offseason? Who's coming up and knocking at the door for the big league? So it's foolish to speculate what they're going to look like next year. To automatically sit here and say, oh, they're going to win 100 games. You'd be a moron. But to come in here and say they're going to win 75 games, I think that's unfair as well. So that's why it's kind of a hard reset. The reality of baseball means that you, you do have to wait and see. Because the Padres... Next year, you know, I made so much about run differential this year. Next year, they could have a minus 50 run differential and win the World Series. Sure. Or they could have a plus 120 run differential and miss the playoffs. Or knocked out in the first round. They could win 92 games and miss the playoffs because the, the, the league just balanced out differently and was a weird season. Or they can go 81 and 81 and make the playoffs and win the division because everyone else collapses. It, you know, you have to play out the season and see what happens 
before you can really know that, oh, the Potters are definitely going to be worse next year. It yeah, be- and you have to play out the offseason. And you have to play out, you know, I think I think once the – now we completely butchered our picks as far as number of wins. We weren't, We ended up not – well, no, it was bad. What, they went 82? We all we had them at nine, 10, mid-90s. 9, games yeah. Off, yeah. yeah, yeah, we were, we were off. And, by the way, that's with a miracle run at the end of the season against some bad teams. Um, but – you know, it, it took that miracle run to, to grab another season of above 500 baseball, which it's just that's not the goal. That shouldn't be the goal. I don't think it is the goal. Um, I will say, to AJ's credit, he did not give us the uh, – you guys are – I'm doing you a favor uh, here by being mediocre and shooting for 54% <laughs> wins. He did not do that, Jerry DePoto. It, it's going to be interesting to watch how it all plays out, though, because DePoto is under – Attack you in know, Seattle right now, and they started the same year. They each have one f- playoff appearance, one that counts. It's very they're very very similar. They have they have stars up in Seattle, not as many as we have. They didn't spend near enough, uh, near as much money. It, it's funny, Evan Drellick, who's one of our favorite athletic writers. Bro, lit, lit if you're going to call this, do you do you see the quote he had in that article? I read the whole thing. It's yeah. brilliant. Um, but interestingly, he lights up the Seattle Mariners and Jerry DePoto for their their 54% strategy. We talked about it yesterday. Hey, let's just win 54% of our games. You know, try to be sustainable. And he absolutely lit up uh, that for having that attitude. I don't know if you read all the way to the end. He also uh, praised the Padres and said, essentially, the Padres had a successful season. Why? Not Not because of their win-loss total. Because they sold three million tickets and were interesting. Yep. They, you know, they were intriguing. They were a curiosity. They were something that people. It was entertainment. He said his argument is is basically baseball is entertainment, and the way the Padres do it, it may not be, you know, it may not always result in the most wins, but they're doing it way more entertaining than most other teams. And isn't that what they we should be trying to go after? Not what the Seattle Mariners are trying to do. He said the column isn't saying be reckless. I'm saying I'm tired of every team hawking their five-year ROI hack as some sort of baseball product. He also talked about how we need to stop looking at the uh, general managers of teams as as some deity, right, And that, that will come in and save a franchise. And I thought, man, that's really, really brilliant. We've been doing that for a while. They're doing it in New York right now with David Stearns. They're doing it in other other markets. They did it in San Francisco when they got Farhan. They do it in L.A. Uh, with, with Friedman. We've done it here with A.J. Preller. Let's stop making those guys these deities that can come in and save a franchise, right? And, and I thought it was really, really, it's a well-written piece, as it always is by Evan. But it's funny how he, he makes it sound like, essentially, A.J. Preller has been a, a success as general manager because what he's created is massively more interest in his baseball team I mean, over and, the last and, 10 years than, we, he, than he had when he, when he arrived. When oh, he dude. arrived, the Padres were, I mean... Forgotten. The, yeah, I mean, the Chargers were still here and had... Five times the interest, at least, that the Padres did. Now, they left, but, you know, over the last 10 years, the Padres have become massively San Diego's team during A.J. Preller's tenure. Not even close. Yeah, and and in some ways, I mean, depending on if you're just grading A.J. Preller on wins and losses, of course, you gave the numbers. Yeah. Not not just mediocre. Bad. Bad. A bad nine years as general manager for wins and losses. If you're grading by... 
interest and tickets sold and attention for your team. AJ Preller is one of the most successful general managers in the history of any sport. <laughs> yeah, the 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 people are rabid for yeah. it. I mean, still, they're rabid, rabid for, for it. Padres baseball. Yep. They were disinterested and disconnected 10 years ago. And now they are rabid for Padres baseball. It is the ultimate now, reality it's show. It's not the just ultimate. AJ who's done that. It's it's ownership. It's the the rest of the front office, the business department, what they've done at Petco Park. That is a massive effort that has successfully turned the Padres into San Diego's undisputed number one team. It's very interesting. So I watched, um, I saw Maury Brown, who we've had on the show before. Maury put out a tweet the other night. And... It it was talking about there's a new you know Frontline on PBS they do a really really good job with their documentaries Ben Ryder who we had on the show he wrote Astro Ball he did a documentary and it's about hour and forty five two hours long riveting I mean as riveting as you can get um, I, I tweeted it yesterday so it's on my Twitter feed at the Stephen Woods of uh, the Astros. And the sign stealing and all that. Ben Ryder was the one also that predicted, he predicted like twenty seventeen years yep. before it happened yep. that the Padre or the, the Astros would win the World so Series in twenty seventeen. They talk about all that on this documentary, but they also talk about the way that efficiency can be very boring in baseball. And Evan is talking about that as well. Ooh, look how efficient we are. Oh God, I love how efficient we are. Looking at players like assets instead of like what the Phillies do. Do any of those? Do you get the sense that any of those guys feel like assets, or do they feel a part of the community, a team, a brotherhood? That's how they feel. Yeah, baseball. It's not a widget factory, right? If you're making widgets and you can save one cent on the production of smart of widgets and cut costs and make your business more profitable, you're a smart GM. You're running your business very well. You've got the books balanced. The numbers look good. Baseball, football, basketball, they're not widget factories. They're more like the movies. You know, what makes a good movie? You know, is it compelling? Is it emotional? Does it get you invested? Does it get you on the edge of your seat? Does it make you feel something? Professional and college sports teams, they want, they're trying to make you feel something as a fan. That's kind of where a lot of the success is driven. And then monetarily, that sort of follows. Once you once you get a fan base emotionally invested and caring about your colors and your team and your product, the money will follow. But if all you're trying to do is, okay, if we if we can cut payroll to this level and equal 86 wins out of that payroll level, that's not emotional. That's that's turning baseball into accounting. No one wants to watch their accounting team now, go to the accounting world. I've embraced <laughs> over the last few years from when I started doing this with, with you guys five years ago. I've embraced a lot more. I've learned a lot more. I've um, come to change a lot as a, a baseball viewer and fan. And I'm interested now in, ooh, what was the expected batting average average of that 112 you know, mile an hour uh, shot that Manny just hit. What was that? That's interesting to me. Um, but I, I will say, I hated math. I was horrific at math. And then math invaded my favorite game. I'm so down for the ability to be able to combine the math, the numbers, the analytics. The the When we talked to Kyle Bodie last week, that stuff is 
fascinating to me. More, more, more. Give me more of that. How can I improve? How can I get 5% more from Trent Grisham next year? How can I get 5% more from Manny and Xander? Imagine Fernando Tatis Jr. with pads all over himself figuring out, oh, I know what it was. I know why I wasn't launching the ball this year. I know why, why, why I wasn't hitting, why I wasn't slugging because of this little tweak. That's the stuff that you can learn. It's not the boogeyman. It's not bad. But when it turns into, well, you know, uh, second time through the order, he's got to go in a playoff game like Jose Barrios yesterday. There's no chance. There's got to be. There's got to be some sort of middle ground between. And that's manager feel. That's manager gut. That's all of that. I think Rob Thompson does a great job at it. I think Brian Snitker does a great job at it. I think Dusty Baker does a good job at it, skirting the lines between the two, embracing them both. Um, That's what you have to have. I don't think we do a great job of it here. I wonder if, um, and and I don't want to be critical of, of Mike Trout particularly, but the Angels have obviously been one of the most disappointing teams for many years Sure, And Mike Trout, Production-wise, at least when he's healthy, arguably have been the best player in baseball over the past decade. Many, many, many years consecutively. But but at the same time, does he spark the same kind of passion that other stars that may not even be as productive as he does in baseball? Does he spark that kind of passion? You know, I don't know enough Angels fans that that are like, oh, I mean, you know, there, there are Angels fans that, that are way passionate about Otani, and I think for good reason because he's such a unicorn and, and a freak. He sparks some some more passion. I think. No doubt. Trout's I mean, just he's just. Uh, we never. Solid. We, I mean, Mike Tra- Trout should have had the phenomenon that Otani did with the numbers that he had for years. Yeah. Yet it never felt like there was Trout mania. Well, because you never saw Otani. him. You never saw him in the biggest well, that's stage. The thing. That's it. Baseball is not accounting. Grinding yeah. it out against the Royals in August, and he hits three home runs. Yeah. is awesome. And if you're an Angels fan, you're like, I, and I, it makes his WAR look great. Yeah. And I'm not saying he's not a great player, but is he as compelling as some of the other stories in baseball? Because remember, what my argument and Evan Drellick's argument essentially is baseball is theater. Yeah, it's theater. Mike Trout is. A and good... We do that. We do that pretty well here. We've, 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 oh my goodness! We've got some. Do the Padres do good theater? We've got yeah. some good actors here. <laughs> we really, really do. Now, do you want? Do you want that while losing eighty games? No, no you want it both. You want well, ninety nine yeah, wins. The playoffs and... are the greatest theater it's when you best. get there, and when you're not in the playoffs, you're missing out on your favorite part of your theater. The big. Conclusion: The dramatic ending to your story should come in the playoffs if you've got a team like this. And, you know, there's the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. So, obviously, if you're missing out on the playoffs, you're not maximizing your theater. the theater yeah. of the season. And that's why we're all so disappointed. Yeah, it's not Broadway. You're in Jersey. You're d- doing a play in Jersey when you're not, when you're not uh, in the playoffs. But, no, I mean, all valid points. But I really recommend this documentary. It goes by so fast. Um, it's I can't remember the name. <laughs> I tweeted it out yesterday. But it's on PBS. Uh, if you go to my Twitter feed, it's such an easy watch. You guys would love it. And it talks to it talks to the guy that Beltron told to put the video monitor down. He's there. They talk about, you know, the ins and outs of how they get the most out of it. It's called uh, – it's on PBS. It's called Frontline uh, Astro's Edge. 
the inside story of the Houston Astros cheating scandal, the fallout, what it says about baseball today. Stephanie Epstein's in it. We have her on all the time. Um, man, you forget about so much Did you send in a this. few bucks? Because, you know, PBS is supported no, but by I will. viewers like you. I absolutely will. I absolutely will. The next time they hit me up, I will, I will do the telethon bit. All right, we have a uh, throwback Thursday. Polly's going back um, to my late night uh, television. I completely forgot. Oh, I totally this forgot about this as well. <laughs> I I forgot. We've this all as forgot. Well. Oh, this is great. So we all get to relive it for the first well, time. Essentially, why was Ben on the Daily Show with Trevor Noah? <laughs> why was I on the Daily Show with Trevor Noah? We're all going to find out. Why were you coming up next on Ben and Woods? Why did we'll they pick right, you? We'll be right back after a check of traffic here on ninety seven three The Fan. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast brings you the latest news and player insights to help you win, avoid any embarrassing lead punishments, in-depth analysis, start-sit questions, everything you need for your fantasy team. Download Upper Hand Fantasy on the free Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcasts. Of course, uh, we got football for you tonight since there is no baseball. Oh, yes. What a banger. There are two NFL teams playing. I'll let it be a surprise. For everybody at 515. It's a grab. It's it an NFL be, grab bag. It could be a terrific matchup. I'm just going to leave it. Just You're right. It could be a surprise. great game. could be a phenomenal game. But I don't know that it helps the promotion of the game to tell the teams involved. So let's just keep it as a, just as a bit of a, a secret for now who's playing in tonight's game on Thursday Night Football. That would be an interesting promo. Thursday night. Tune in to find Tune out. Tune in to find out who's playing. Yeah. 
That'd be really fun if they never announced the schedules and it was all a big surprise. Right. Like, who, oh, wow. Bears Commanders. Like Amazing. Those, um, we are Commanders. Like a WWE fight where they don't they just bring yeah. out like who's the opponent? Surprise. Oh look at who's getting getting gonna be fighting now. <laughs> then bring out a third team. Uh, I did That's see the Washington Bears music. <laughs> the Washington <laughs> Commanders music. <laughs> it reminds me of that tweet I saw. Hey, if Major League Baseball really wants to shake it up, let a celebrity throw the last pitch of the game instead of a first pitch. Let Danny DeVito come in for <laughs> one pitch in the bottom of the night. <laughs> the last pitch. Full okay, count. out of the bullpen. <laughs> Danny DeVito's like, really? <laughs> Buck Showalter is going to make a move. It's 50 it's, cents. It's what? Like, oh, no. Ball four, right? It's, it's so funny. Uh, I like the surprise element because it is it is Bears Commanders. Um, it's not uh, it's not it's not my favorite Thursday night football match I've was, ever seen. I was talking to my son and I said, if they were both horrible. You could at least get behind the train wreck of it all. The Bears are a train wreck. The Commanders are just mid. The, the Commanders are incredibly mid. They, we they, they are. are. Commanders. <laughs> They're not as hateable as they were before now nope. that they've sold. Uh-huh. It's true. They're certainly not good, though. They're just... They're just there now. They're just... They're sitting there. They're probably going to win by, you know, 12 points or something <laughs> in, a, in a fairly unremarkable... Uninteresting game tonight. I, I, you know, we I know be, I'm not promoting it very well. I we, understand we, that. You can but hear that right here on 97.3. The good news the fan, is the that way. you have no other choice as a sports fan. There's nothing else they on tonight. They own you tonight. Yeah, they own you. <laughs> they got you. They absolutely got you. All right, uh, Throwback Thursday is here. And uh, honestly, we had all forgotten about this moment. I don't even remember with the audio. Paulie had to remind me why I appeared on the The Daily Show with Trevor Noah one year it was one year ago this week. Uh, one year ago tomorrow. I totally one year ago tomorrow. Forgot about this. So I guess it technically happened a year ago today because I was reacting to it a year ago today, and then the day after, Trevor Noah pulled a clip of me. Yeah, on television. Trevor Noah was talking about talking a little sports, talking a little baseball, and Aaron Judge on his just monster, monster season last year. Because I'm a noted Aaron Judge commentator yeah. around the country, well, apparently. You know, so. And last night, Yankees outfielder Aaron Judge smashed his name into the record books. With the swing of his mighty bat, Yankee superstar Aaron Judge slumped his way into history. took until the 161st game of the season, but number 99 has finally etched his name in the record books. Aaron Judge passes the great Roger Maris to break the record for most home runs in a single season by an American League player. Ball was caught by Corey Humans of Dallas, a vice president at Fisher Investments. He said he hasn't decided what he's going to do with the souvenir, which could be worth a couple of million dollars. Wow. There's a feel-good story for you. I'm glad things are finally working out for that executive at an investment firm. (laughs) That's what the game is all about. For you, buddy. A couple million dollars. Dollars. Can you do just Ben's again? He said he hasn't decided what he's going to do with the souvenir, which could be worth a couple of million dollars. Oysters. What what else would you have said? That's a good point. A couple of million. dramatic (laughs) pause. Sandwiches. <laughs> it uh, it reminds me though. There is like a team of people. Must be nice. Who must be going through 
all of that, like every night, it's like your dream. job on the to Trevor Noah show yeah. is and to watch every local sports cast in America <laughs> and pull whatever zany or relevant content we can get for our show tonight. Because that was that's Comedy Central, so they didn't have like it wasn't like late night on CBS where they're going to just go pull from a CBS affiliate. Right, like no, they're going no. through every multiple affiliates <laughs> and multiple markets to try to come up with. The right clips that they need for Trevor to react to. I can't even. And what he's going to do with the souvenir, which could be worth a couple of million dollars. Shoes. <laughs> Glasses. <laughs> Cameras. Could be worth a couple of million. Buttholes. <laughs> could be worth a couple of million. Backpacks. <laughs> Probably I was getting the old stretch symbol. Yeah. Longer, longer back. It's like pulling taffy. So we have the state, the floor director. Yeah. And when you've like, oh, uh, there's like 45 seconds left in the show. Go slower. But you mean the <laughs> pulling taffy symbol is what they do? And I would hate it. I mean, you why are you doing stretch. that? Stop doing that to me. <laughs> the first That's stretch. what I would do. Your first part there, you were moving quickly. And then you definitely slowed it right down he at the was, end there. He was getting Corey Humans of Dallas, a vice president at Fisher Investments. He said he hasn't decided what he's going to do with the souvenir, back. which could Idiot. be worth stretch. a couple of million Dollars. Dollars. <laughs> All right, I saved two I, I spent <laughs> two seconds second. there. There we go. I've really stretched us out Look to you. get us to the end of the show. Look at you on Trevor Noah. Good for you. Yeah, the team uh, thing. If I had my way, I, I would have a team watching every sporting event <laughs> and pulling out-of-context quotes so that we could use them. It's just hard to do. It's just very, very difficult uh, to do. But, like, Stern has those guys. I mean, and they, that's all their whole lives are just watching TV, pulling interesting stuff, submitting it, and he decides if he's going to use it or not. It's Howard really, Stern really has great. guys on his staff that will work. I mean, we're talking eight hours a day. Prank calls. For like a 30-second bit. They work for weeks. Months sometimes. On, months to, on for a one prank call. bit, and it lasts so, a minute on yeah. the air. And Howard's like, it's really good. All <laughs> right, next. Anyway. It's, so, it's unbelievably, <laughs> unbelievably unfulfilling, I think. All right, uh, we uh, speaking of interesting segments, we got to, you know, Sarah's coming. Coming up next, our uh, weekly super polished, uh, smart baseball yet-to-be-named segment. Uh, talk about the first round, obviously, of the playoffs. Get Eno's thoughts on the division series matchups and what the Padres might do this offseason. Uh, Eno Saris from The Athletic will join us. Coming up next year on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. All right, got the brooms out yesterday. Everybody swept in the Major League Baseball wildcard series. We'll get into the playoffs with Eno Saris. He's standing by. Get to him right after this check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. From the premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad Traffic Center, part of the premier auto family, here's Kelly Danik. Traffic is sponsored by Lowe's. We still have a number of trouble spots on our roads, guys. Watch out for a bunch of nails in the right lane to Lacoste Avenue off-ramp south 5. They did clear that crash out of the HOV lane, though, south 5 at Lucadia. South outside of the 805 before the 163, there is a collision involving a couple vehicles. They're over to the right shoulder on the Genesee off-ramp south 163. Stall vehicle over to the right shoulder. And still clearing this accident westbound King Freeway before 28th Street. Everything over to the right shoulder. Northbound side of the 805 43rd Street off-ramp tow truck is on scene helping to clear that accident. Get the appliances you need right away at Lowe's. Explore the largest assortment of brands you trust in-store or online at the best values. Plus, take advantage of our everyday financing offers. Lowe's knows home improvement. Subject to credit approval. And Kelly Daddick with Ben and Woods, San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3, The Fan. It's time for the super polished, yet to be named Smart Baseball Weekly segment with Eno Harris. Saris, son of a bitch. Hold on. Remix. Brought to you by Seven Mile Casino, just seven minutes from the ballpark by the Bay in Chula Vista. Here's Eno Saris with Ben and Woods on 97.3, the fan. All right, happy playoff season to Eno. I'm, uh, we're kind of disappointed that there are no games today, though, after uh, or four sweeps or tomorrow. It's like a mini all star break inside the postseason. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. He didn't like your joke. Oh, apparently not. Good morning. No, I, I laughed. Oh, there he okay, we couldn't hear you. We couldn't hear you. He silently <laughs> like, oh, chuckled. I think it just cut out for a second. Uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> silently chuckled. We always have the most amazing timing on this show. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's super weird. I don't know why. I don't know if it's like a failure in, 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 in um, scheduling. Maybe they should have done like two uh, games on one day and two on the next or something. But I guess. The idea was to give uh, incentive to the teams that were better during the regular season to avoid this whole thing and to have a wild card series with no days off uh, on purpose uh, so that 
it was really a test for those teams. They had to use their best pitchers, um, and then uh, they're at a disadvantage going to the next series. So I think it was on purpose, but it also uh, turns out when everybody sweeps that you have this this big gap in the schedule. And I think another of the uh, reasons behind it is to make it so the division winners, the top two seeds, don't have to wait so long to start their postseason. And I I don't know, are are there any numbers on team, you know, like when a team has to wait a few days, can they get, is it out of rhythm? Is it a problem for those teams that have a buy? I know there's a limited amount of, of data on this since Major League Baseball has only had a few years with playoff formats like this. Yeah, I mean, I prefer to look at some of the research uh, that's more universal rather than look at what has happened in certain series because, like you said, it hasn't been around that long. Um, What I can tell you is that there are certain uh, things, uh, certain adaptations that our bodies make that do go away uh, in three to five days. Um, And so something like your ability to uh, swing the bat so fast that you can hit a 100-mile-an-hour fastball, that can actually go away in three to five days. Um, that's why you have hitters wanting to like go on a rehab assignment to get their timing back, as they say it. Um, and so there's a top-end speed, sprint speed, can go away uh, in three to five days. Um, so some of that stuff can go away. On the other hand, um, you can practice those things probably with a 100-mile-an-hour machine or doing some sprints. Um, and I sounds think there's terrible. all a, a tangible. What's that? It sounds, it sounds terrible. terrible. Sprinting sounds terrible, <laughs> yeah, it is actually. Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but then also there's a tangible benefit to, for rest. Like, for example, Max Freed, uh, you know, has a blister. Uh, the blister is healed. He managed to even get in a simulated game with a Band-Aid on uh, because the Braves uh, had this long break. So I think there's arrows pointing in different directions when it comes to rest. Talking to our pal Eno Saris here on uh, Ben and Woods this morning. And, Eno, I wanted to ask you a very uh, loaded question. Are the Tampa Bay Rays a good baseball team? <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> I mean, what, what they – yeah. I mean, the, the, one, thing, one thing that frustrates me is that, like – That's why I did it. Uh, one thing that frustrates me is that uh, – and this is I, – I grew up in Atlanta, and, uh, you know, there was a lot of, like – was it a dynasty and you know were the Braves even that good and I was you know as a fan I was like screw you like of course we were like you know but you know the thing that happens in the postseason is like a real devaluation of the regular season yes and so you have a lot of people uh you know saying that success is only you know championships and I, I just disagree with that because why even play the 162? Let's just start with the playoffs then. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> or like cut the season in half. So um, I still care about the regular season and uh, they're, a, they're a consistent winning ball club. And I think that they, you know, they ran into some, a, a real buzzsaw of, I don't know, again, luck is just a weird word, but you know, they lost Shane McClanahan and, Wander Franco, and those are their two best players. Yeah, they kicked know? it and, around, too. I mean, they kicked it around. Glasnow pitched okay, and, and they kicked it around, which is very uncharacteristic uh, of them. Would but, they have kicked it around less if Wander was at short right. and, you know, Taylor Walls was at third? And you know what I mean? Like, some yeah. of the players that were in that position were there because of necessity. It's, so. It is wild, though. And and I guess, you know, when, you, when you're a guy like you and you're analyzing – the Tampa Bay Rays in the postseason with one win 
in the last three postseason appearances. The run, you know, two runs in 35-plus innings, maybe more, you know. That's the part to me that's just confounding. You know what I mean? And I get it. You're going up against aces, but you go up against aces uh, in the regular season as well. I know everything's magnified. Yeah. I know I know things weird things happen in the playoffs. How many, Does that surprise you that they've only been able to scratch out one win in the last three seasons? I mean, there's a little bit of selective end points. They were in the World Series the year before that, right? That's true. Um, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, very selective but, endpoints on my on my yeah, end. yeah for sure. But 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 no, there is one thing that I think about a little bit. Um, I thought about it with the Giants and how they fell apart, and it's been sort of um, a couple of years where they've they've you know not finished so amazingly. Um, and you know, I do wonder if this like bullpenning, and it's not even that the the Rays don't actually they didn't use that many openers this year. They didn't really do that many bullpen games. But no matter what, no matter what they do, their uh, starters pitch fewer innings than anybody else in baseball. And I just wonder sometimes if that leads to being tired in the postseason. There is research out there that says that every pitch your reliever throws makes them worse over the course of the season. I remember you telling us so, that. Yeah, so if you use, if you use uh, your reliever super hard during the regular season, maybe you're just your bullpen's not so great in the postseason. And, you know, that could be – that's one little part of it. But, you know, it could also have something to do with, you know, platooning could have some sort of similar effect. Do you? But you grew up a Braves fan, right? So if you grew up a Braves fan, you can't you got You can't sit there and tell us that you're like, well, you know, we got our one, and that that you're you're happy. It's like probably how it felt to grow up a Bills fan, right? You're like, oh, son no. of a bitch, like we're right there. We had like, oh, Scott Norwood, like it. It doesn't it feel. It doesn't feel good. I mean, regular season dominance doesn't. It just proves it never it sometimes doesn't turn into postseason dominance as well it's very hard to to maintain that well there's a there's a discussion going on right now across baseball because um jerry depoto from the mariners said yep. that you know basically we should try to win 88 ga- wins every uh, 88 games every year uh, and that's the best way to build a sustainable team and he's right in terms of efficiency and sustainability um, but if you imagine being a fan, and, and, and he's also right because like an 88 win team can win 98. Like that's yeah. that's if things break right, you know, uh, like the the opposite of the Padres this year. <laughs> so, Correct. Uh, you know, an 88 win team can win win 78. So aiming for 88 is a good way to sort of let's always be pretty good, and in the years where everything breaks right, we we're even better. But you could also aim for 94, like you could aim for 74 for like four or five years and then aim for 94 for four or five years. And there's a real difference there because the 88 every year could be like the Dodgers and Rays where they get to the postseason every year, they win one, but they don't ever establish a sort of reign of dominance. And I think that we as fans really remember like the Jordan Bulls you know what I mean like we remember teams that go and win repeatedly in a short period of time we don't remember the Dodgers of the last eight years you know what I mean 
Eno Saris is um, with us. Yeah. Uh, I, are the playoffs where the non-analytics come into play more? I mean, you look at the Phillies and their crowds and their emotion, and you go, well, that's not going to that's not going to work over 162. But in a short postseason, is that is that where you know coming through in the clutch and just feeling confident about things might actually make a difference? Yeah, I mean, the Phillies are my pick to win it all, and I do have an analytics reason for it. They have six guys who throw 98 in their pen, and I think they have the best bullpen in the playoffs. Um, so you got Aaron Nola, you got Zach Wheeler, and the best bullpen in the playoffs, and then you have a lineup that's really good. They've, they've, they've found some defense over the course of the season, found some defenders, uh, and then you have this wild card of, of noise. And there's a really great Sam Miller piece on ESPN about tangible things that can happen because of loud fan noise, like actual tangible things like coaches can't hear each other, players on the field can't hear each other. In fact, the ball can change direction because of loudness of the, of the fans. Wow. They, they, register, they register on the, on the, on the Richter scale, fans do, you know, when they get to a certain level. Um, and so they're actually moving the stadium. So uh, they, they – fans if you if you fill the stadium they can heat it up you know we are we are engines we 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 make the we make the world around us hotter so like you can actually warm up the stadium and make it more offense friendly or whatever so there's there's all these like sort of tangible things that can happen from fandom and then there's of course the intangible which is you know my dad used to have a system uh where he bet on on dogs uh, in in college football just bet on home dogs and he just said, you know, that's college football. These fans are going nuts. They're at home. These are kids. They're going to be so amped up because of their home crowd and everything. And he, he's had some success doing that. So, um, you know, I think that the, the fans are, are definitely an intangible. Well, there's your explanation, Woods, as to why the Tampa Bay Rays are not good in the playoffs. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, they have no fans there. That's fair. Uh, Eno, I want to ask you one more Phillies question because uh, interesting piece from one of your athletic colleagues, Tim Britton. Uh, writing about Bryson Stott, the Grand Slam, and my question to you is about going against your own tendencies and how effective that can be. Bryson Stott never swings at the first pitch, like never. Bottom 10 in the league, Britain wrote. But in the big moment with the bases loaded in the swings at the first pitch and hits a Grand Slam, because, I don't know, you could argue he lulled the uh, the opposition of the opposing pitchers into just laying one in there God, because love it, man. that guy's oh. always going to take it on the first pitch. Is there value in going against your own tendencies or is the value in always playing to your own strengths? Uh, I don't think there's a, there's an overall answer to this, but I do know that players think about this. I've talked to pitchers about a pitch in their arsenal. They're not using so much. And uh, they've said, Shh, uh, that's for October. I'm saving that's it. For September. <laughs> Yeah, like, you know, the, the, you'll see my curveball more the third time through the, the, the league, you know. Um, and um, I've talked to uh, uh, players. Like, I even identified Jordan Montgomery with the Rangers has a cutter that Stuff Plus says is the second-best pitch. And, uh, you know, I, I said something about it on Twitter, and I had someone DM me and be like, shh, that's a secret, you know. Like, so, you know, there's um, – there's there's always like that that pitch you don't use as much that you have been sort of uh, coaxing along through the season that you can feature more. Uh, there are these tendencies. George Kirby's knuckleball. That's a great one. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I think a first pitch swing tendency is really easy to change. It's harder to change, like let's say 
oh, I'm going to suddenly target low pitches after, you know, my strength and my swing is high pitches. You know, like if Soto was like, uh, this October, I'm just going to swing at everything low. Like that might not be a great idea. Right. Uh, but like first pitch swing rates, that, that, that there's nothing different. That's just like deciding to swing or not. That's, that's a great thing to toggle in October, I think. This kid, uh, Orion Kirkering, that came in last night for the Phillies. I mean, the <laughs> game was out of hand. We've talked to him about him a little bit. What's the? It, was he a starter in the minors? I'm assuming they're going to probably try to convert him, or is he going to be? I mean, I know in the in the postseason they're going to he's going to come out of the pen, but he looks. Yeah, no, they they ridiculous. converted him, they and did. that's why he looks so ridiculous. The the he got an extra uh, three or four ticks uh, from oh. the conversion. You never know how much a guy's going to get when you convert him to the relief, and he was one of these guys that just got a ton. And so, yeah, he's sitting 100, and he has like a 90-mile-an-hour breaking ball, two-plane breaking ball. It's just uh, beautiful. Um, and and he's like an X-factor. I remember Francisco Rodriguez yeah. in 2002 came out of nowhere. No one's seen him. And just to have, oh, you, you're worried about Sir Anthony Dominguez and Soto and Alvarado and Kimbrel. Well, sh- check out Orion, you know. So they're they're really loaded. You already said you like the Phillies because of their bullpen. What about in the American League now? Uh, you got the Twins and the Astros, the Rangers, Rangers and the Orioles left. Uh, how do you handicap the rest of the AL playoffs? Well, I kind of picked uh, – I'm forced to make these picks. And, you know, as analytical as I am normally, when I make playoff picks, I just sort of uh, spin the wheel and, and stop it. Um, the, uh, what I do like uh, about the Rangers is that people always want to say pitching defense wins. I've looked at it and hitting, uh, is actually the strongest correlation to postseason success. It's not very strong because it's the postseason. Um, but the Rangers lineup looks nasty, nasty. So, uh, I'm going to take the Rangers actually to win that because I, I think they, they play each other to a standstill with pitching and that lineup is just amazing. Twins seem like they're on one, so I'm going to take those guys to meet in the in the CS, um, and maybe maybe the Rangers to the World Series. I mean, that wow. lineup is just nasty all the way down. There's no there's no respite when you face the the Rangers lineup. There's no like, oh well, I'll circle this guy and I'll get him out. Well, there's a respite when you face their bullpen sometimes, and that's going to be. Yeah. But if they're, you know, if <laughs> but they, it's also slimmed down in October. It ha- right? Yeah, absolutely. They, to, they the, have three guys they trust. You know, sometimes that's enough. That's but really the, that's the all narrative. You need. Will be it's Bruce Bochy's steady hand. Yes, if they yes, do yes, make yes. the World Series. Remember that, you know. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We know. It'll we know. All, uh, yeah, it'll be all Bochy. That's right. <laughs> None of the players. No, nope, no, nope. all Bochy's steady hand. He always puts hand. himself in a good good spot. It's very there, smart. Sure, he's really good in the postseason. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate it. Enjoy these playoffs. Uh, thanks for having me. That was Eno Saris. That was Eno Saris, sponsored by Seven Mile Casino, featuring all of your favorite table games like California style blackjack, poker, and baccarat. Just seven minutes from the ballpark. Eno, all of our guests appear on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet Fine New Roads. Thought that a number of times about Trent Grisham, the whole swinging at the first pitch. You know, a guy who often takes. He's often in the top ten there, and first pitch is taken. And you get going, yeah, what if he was more aggressive? He attacked the first pitch. Would that change his numbers? Or would he just make outs faster and not walk as much, which is his one actual value at the plate, is he gets on base occasionally because he does draw 
an outsized number of walks, probably because he takes a lot of pitches and obviously swings and misses at a lot of pitches. That actually helps you get on base more when you walk. That's pretty cool, though, talking about the pitcher saving something. If you've ever played baseball at any level, any level, and you face the guy and he's just throwing smoke, you're like, oh, all right, well, I'll time this up the next time. And then he drops some yacker on you or some slider or some nasty changeup. You're like, you son of a bitch. I didn't see that in the first A-B. Didn't see it in the first two innings. And it's such a good way to pitch. If you can do it, you can get away with it. It's really, really solid. I love that. I mean, somebody DM'd us, shut up. Don't talk about the cutter. Well, we when don't when want you, other teams. You Darvish, no, they do scouting you and Darvish things like that. at his best. Yeah. You know, when you're at his so best, to watch him just like exactly right. drop seven different pitches on a guy throughout the game. Like, yeah. all right, no more guessing here on you, Darvish. All right, we got uh, one hour to go. Paulie's got some headlines in the Rindle Report coming up. I see uh, Ed Sheeran and Snoop Dogg. Oh, oh yeah. Sounds sounds like a winning combination to me. It's coming up next on San Diego's number one sports station, ninety-seven three, The Fan. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.